Good evening, everyone. It's Tuesday, December the 1st. Uh, we're entering into the Christmas season. What a joyful time. And we're doing a little uh, a prayer uh, refresher. I think that uh, the subject of prayer is very, very important. Uh, the prayer, uh, your prayer life, uh, your life of the Word, working together uh, to make you uh, the victorious believer uh, that God has called you to be. A uh, couple of things before we dig into the Scriptures. We dug into, uh, we looked there at uh, Jeremiah 29, uh, you know, that God thinks great thoughts toward us. He's got great plans for you. He's got wonderful uh, experiences. You know, a lot of people right now are looking at the world and thinking, oh, you know, it's just all fall collapsing, falling down. Listen, don't get caught up in what's going on in the world, in the world system right now with, with pandemics, elections, civil, no matter what it is, it's going to get worse and worse. You need to live for God with all of your heart. This is a day in which circumstances are demanding that you be a man or a woman of faith, that you rise up in victory, that you pray and you learn about prayer, you learn the word, and you make a decision, I'm not going to be overcome by all of this. I'm going to be one of those end-time believers whose light is going to shine brighter than the noonday sun. If you will do that, God will, remove, will move heaven and earth to get His provision, His wisdom, His blessing into your life. You know, for years... I came back to the Lord many years ago, over three decades ago, began to serve God, went into the ministry. And I've always had a, a, what I would consider a healthy prayer life, not trying to brag on myself in any way. I've always communicated with God, uh, formally on my knees, in my own personal prayer closet, uh, with our church, uh, with our ministry when we were field ministry, uh, with other ministers, uh, prayer ministry, uh, prayer conferences, um, all types of uh, 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 study on prayer, uh, not only that, developing teaching on prayer. Prayer has been a very important part of my spiritual walk. But I've also uh, learned some things through observation, uh, that there are uh, those that just really never develop a prayer life, really never, uh, I, you know, I just kind of see it like this. They never take prayer seriously. They just like, it's kind of like an option. I can take it or leave it. You know, sometimes I have thoughts toward God. There's really no formal talking with God. I remember hearing a story of a wonderful minister that, uh, uh, that I follow after have uh, for many years. He's gone on to be with the Lord, but he was speaking at a particular pastor's church. And he, this pastor knew uh, that this, uh, this uh, evangelist, he was traveling as an evangelist at the time, he knew uh, that every day that he would use the church auditorium for prayer. He would pray from 10 o'clock till noon, then meet the pastor in his study uh, for a noon meal. And so it had gone a little bit past noon, so the pastor said, I went up to go, to go look for him. He says, I passed by the auditorium. I could hear this man's voice. Speaking of this particular ministry, he said, I could... I could hear his voice, and I thought to myself, this is what this pastor said. I thought it was really neat. He said, I thought to myself, oh, he's talking to somebody. He thought somebody had come into the auditorium, and he was interacting with him in conversation. He said, after about five minutes of listening to, it, listening to him, he thought to himself, well, he's praying. He's praying. See, when he first heard this man pray, he thought, he's talking to somebody. He's having a conversation with somebody. Then it took a few minutes for him to realize He's praying. Well, what a wonderful testimony to somebody's prayer life that when somebody else listened in on the prayer life, they actually thought they were talking to somebody. Listen, when you pray, you're talking to somebody. You're talking to the creator of the universe, of all that was and is and will ever be. You're talking to God Almighty. 
You're speaking to him. You're speaking to him on his level, which is a spiritual level. You're speaking to him according to the protocol of his word, the, uh, the, the processes of faith, everything that, uh, that that's involved. You're developing your fellowship with him. You're securing the relationship. And I'm telling you, it's causing, it will cause the covenant of God to manifest in your life. In the days and the hours which, which loom ahead of us, I do not believe you can make, make it. And when I say make it, I, I'm just talking about serving God, being part of, of revivals, awakenings, moves of God, not only here in your own home church, but, but, but wherever else God uh, has you. Now, you won't be able to do that without a healthy prayer life. Uh, you think, well, I can just skip along. I've been skipping along for a while. It really doesn't, really doesn't mean much to me or to God. Oh, yes, it does. With the vast amount of communication that is going on right now, a, an avalanche of information on every subject you can think of, prayer is going to become one of the most important communication tools of your life. If you will let it, if you will let God stimulate your prayer through the Word of God, inspire your prayer through the answers you get, cause your prayers to be powerful, and for you to be a person of faith that understands when I pray, God hears and God does something. I guarantee you, if you will do that, no matter what comes upon this earth, you're going to have a confidence in you that your communication with God is going to keep you right in His plan, right in His hands, right under the umbrella of His protection, and it's going to keep you moving forward in the things of God. That's why it's so important, as we read over there in Luke chapter 18. Here it is again in the, in the Passion Bible. One day, Jesus taught the apostles that one should keep praying, never stop or lose hope. Then he shared this parable. I'll read it in the, in the Passion. It's, it's much more easy to understand. It said, in a certain town, there was a judge, thick-skinned and godless man, who had no fear of others, no fear of others' opinions. There was a poor widow in that town who kept pleading with the judge, grant me justice and protect me against my oppressor. He ignored her pleas for quite some time, but she kept asking. Eventually, he said to himself, This widow keeps annoying me, demanding her rights. I'm tired of listening to her. Even though I'm not a religious man and don't care about the opinions of others, I'll just get her off my back by answering her claims for justice. I'll rule in her favor. Then she'll leave me alone. Then the Lord continued, Did you hear what the ungodly judge said, that he would answer her persistent request. Don't you know that God, the true judge, will grant justice to all his chosen ones who cry out night and day? He will pour out his spirit upon them. He will not delay to answer you. He will give you what you ask for. God will give swift, swift justice to those who don't give up. So be ever praying, ever expecting, just like the widow was with the judge. Yet when the Son of Man comes back, will he find that kind of persistent faithfulness in his people? Now listen, a lot of people read this story. I've heard preachers preach on this particular parable and they relate God to the unjust judge. That is, that, that, this parable has nothing to do with God being the unjust judge. Literally, this parable shows us that God is nothing like the unjust judge. Notice, the unjust judge eventually had to render a verdict in favor of the widow woman. She got her answer. 
And Jesus, now when Jesus teaches on prayer, man, that's when your antennas ought to go up. Because he, listen, Jesus was a man of prayer unprecedented upon this earth. His answers that he got, even, even his death, burial, and resurrection, him being seated at the right hand of the Father, was a result of answered prayer in his life. So you must understand, he is saying, here's the standard of the world. You can, your persistence will even get you, a, get you an answer from people who don't even agree with your holiness, don't even agree with your righteousness, if you will just stay persistent. How much more will your heavenly Father, who loves you and has already given you provision and has already made a way for blessing in your life, He will quickly, I think it says in King James, He will quickly answer. God will quickly, he's not the unjust judge. He is the just judge of the universe. And he will respond accordingly to your prayers that you do not give up on. Listen, there are prayers that I've been praying for many, many years. That right now, I believe my faith is at a higher level than it's ever been. I sense in the, in the atmosphere answers to these prayers. I sense in the spiritual atmosphere, every time I pray, I can feel them moving closer and closer. Yes, they've been a fight of faith. Yes, time has tried to erode my expectancy, but I've stayed in the Word of God. I've stayed persistent and consistent in prayer, and in so doing, I've not given up. I've not quit. It's amazing how people quit and what they quit over. And what I mean by quit, and I've seen it. I've seen people sit in my office and say this, I'm done. And I'd ask him, well, you, uh, you just, you gonna, you're going to go somewhere else to church? God called. No, 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 Pastor Rusty. I'm done with God. I'm done with the Bible. I'm done with, I've had even have, I'm done with my family. I'm done with my husband, done with my wife, done with my kids. And they just go out and live a life out in the world of just utter destruction. It's insanity. When God has given us such great provision, we've been studying that on su uh, Sunday mornings. He's given us precious promises that by these we are partakers of the divine nature and we find an escape plan. We're able to escape the corruption of this world that comes from the lust of people, lust for power, greed, all these negative human things that have, that have evolved over the years because of satanic and demonic influence. They're at their peak right now and they're celebrating, celebrating their power, celebrating their control. But in the midst of it, there's one thing they can't dominate. There's one thing they cannot control. And that is a true believer that knows how to pray, that knows how to walk in the word of God, that's part of a local church that understands the authority of God, and that just presses forward no matter what happens in the world system. They just keep pressing forward into that which God wants for their life. You've got to do that. You've got to resolve in yourself. I'm going to learn about prayer. I'm going to develop. I'm going to acquire the skill. Then I'm going to pray. I'm going to build my fellowship with God. I'm going to find that place of intimacy. Last night I was here at the church praying. Uh, uh, you know, we, not, we have not had formal prayer here at the church except for uh, Wednesdays and, and Saturdays. We're fixing to change that just a little bit. But we did for 122 days. <laughs> for some reason, I have not been able to stop that. So I just keep coming and keep coming. And last night I was praying. And I was praying and I was thinking about as I was praying because one of the best things to do is learn to control your thought life as you pray. Just like if you were talking to me or engaging me in a conversation, it would really help you to control your thoughts as you were doing that. Same thing with me. Now, as I was praying, I was just worshiping God kind of at the end of about an hour of prayer. And I began to think about intimacy with God. And I began to think about some of the things I've experienced in prayer that, that, that came out of intimacy with God that are far beyond 
any experience I've ever had on the planet. I'm talking about any experience physically, any experience of sin that I had, any type of pleasure, any type of, any type of gratification, no matter what you lay out there, I've had some experiences in prayer that are far beyond that. And you can too, if you'll become a person of prayer. A lot of people think, well, you know, I could never have a feeling greater than this feeling of a drug or feeling of alcohol. I could never have a greater feeling than some relationship with some person. Yes, you can. The Bible says in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And at, the, at, your, at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. What's amazing about all that is this. In the old covenant, their covenant was, was, was wrought with emotion and feeling. In the new covenant, we're called to walk by faith and not by sight, not by emotion, not by feeling. But then God comes back to us many times and supplies inspiration so strong you can feel it. Revelation so strong that it resonates even in your flesh. Uh, insight into spiritual things that's so strong it has, a, it has a physical presence to it. Those are such amazing times. You experience them in prayer. If you won't give up, then the answers that come. I, I think back down through my life uh, of the major prayers I've prayed and the answers uh, when they came of what it did to me, the feeling that it produced, the, the euphoria that I experienced. There's no way to describe it. You've got to live for God. You've got to pray. You've got to be a person of the word. You've got to, you've got to be a, a, a corporate person, a church person. If you'll do that, that fellowship that you have with God secures that relationship. You will not have a give up cell in your body. That's literally the way God wants you, where you have no give up in you whatsoever. And if you'll do that, I guarantee you, sure, life, life for everybody is going to be unique and different in the days coming. I look back uh, over my prayer log uh, uh, yesterday or the day before, and I, I just wanted to go back and review some things over the years, some things I had written, some things the Lord had spoke to me, and something caught my eye. When I turned and got to the page in which January was, at the top of the page, in the, uh, uh, right next to the word January, I wrote this, a year of change. And man, has it ever been a year of change? But I'm going to tell you, those changes are going to get quicker, they're going to get more pronounced, because we're heading toward the big change, where we'll be changed in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye. And the trump of God will sound and the church will be called home. That's going to be a, an amazing time. And we're living in the atmosphere of that right now. God bless you. We'll, we'll pick this up again on Thursday and, uh, and begin to continue to share with you encouragement so that you won't give up in prayer. You'll continue to pray and get the answers that God wants you to have. God bless you.